I'm Kim Grinolds of Dogman.com with Scott Eklund. Emergency podcast time again. We are at Husky Stadium where Chris Peterson just moments ago announced that the starting quarterback for the University of Washington versus Eastern, which is next Saturday, will be Jacob Eason. Any surprises there, Scott? No, I think we all kind of knew that was coming. I mean, there were some reports that started to leak out yesterday, but today he actually confirmed everything that was out there. Um, I'm not surprised uh, in the practices that we've been able to see. Granted, it was only the first five, and but some of the returns we've heard is that Jacob Eason had started to separate himself, and I think that's what we all kind of expected to happen, but now we have it confirmed. I think I was a little bit surprised that he actually admitted it because I expected them to just go into the game like they did with Jake Browning and just not know. But things started to leak out, so I think uh, Pete felt that he had to address it. And boy, these days with social media, the internet, and Instagram, and parents and girlfriends and everything else, it's just tough yeah. to keep secrets these days. Yeah, and I mean, he, the way he talked about it today is it didn't come as a surprise to the players. We just kind of let them know that this is the way we were going with things and that he did uh, say that uh, Jake Kaner would play in the game on uh, Saturday, next Saturday. And I don't think it's going to be when Washington's up you know, by quite a bit. I think he wants to get him some live reps because they need two quarterbacks. You need two quarterbacks every year minimum. Sometimes you need three, <clears throat> depending on your injury situation. So um, <clears throat> he wants to make sure that Jake Hayner is ready to go. And and you know what? Let's be honest. Jake Hayner is a redshirt sophomore this year. Um, he'll be at the University of Washington. It would be nice to have things on film for him. So if he does decide he wants to transfer, that now he has that opportunity to put that out there for the for other schools that might be interested in him. So um, I think it's um, a good idea to get Jake uh, Hainer some, some reps and everything like that. But Jacob Eason is your starter heading into the season. We'll talk a little bit about what it means. But, um, you know, when we take a look at this with the advent of the transfer portal and it being so out there and so available. quarterback transfer portal is what we should call it. Wasn't there another one, a quarterback that didn't win the job for North Carolina who's put his name in the transfer portal like today? Uh, already another one, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it happens. Yeah, that's... so I mean, and you hate to talk about it, and we'll probably take a little bit of flack for talking about it, but, I mean, it's a question that always needs to be asked. I know it does, and it's a subject that needs to be discussed. Fans on a message board want to talk about it. They should be able to talk about it. Now, um, you know, I don't think Jake Hayner's going to leave early. His, his mom went here. He's got a lot of family roots in the, I believe his grandfather went here, something like that. Um, he's got a lot of ties to this school, and I don't think he's just going to up and leave for no reason. So um, I don't see it happening this year. If he does decide to leave, who knows? The guy could just say, I like where I'm at, and I'm going to stick it out here. So uh, we'll just have to see. If he does, I think it would be the end of the year, because I think if Jacob Eason has a big year, there's still the possibility that he could go to the NFL. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think um, he would go to the NFL, but if you're a Jay Kaner and that's even crossing your mind, I think you're going to wait and see what happens. See what happens, yeah. And, and Jacob Eason, hey, if Jacob Eason is told by the draft analysts that he's going to be a top 10 draft choice, he ain't coming back. I hope people understand that. He's not coming back if that's the case. But if it gets a little later than that, then maybe he does decide, uh, you know, I want to stick it out one more year, kind of like what Justin Herbert did for Oregon. So uh, we'll just have to see. Yeah, you know, my inclination from the people I've talked to, um, I think even if he has a big year, he comes back. Because we've talked about how good this team can be, 
but next year oh, this yeah. team can be special. Uh, exactly. You have all those guys that redshirted last year who now will have a year of experience, will be much more inclined to help build this team back up into being a college playoff contender and everything like that. I believe Jacob Eason is probably coming back, although I did bet softy. Uh, before spring ball that um, he would only be here one year. So I'm hoping that he leaves so I get a nice steak dinner at uh, at the Met from Softy. But you just I, had a steak dinner, dude. I know, and I'm good until Softy owes me at the end of the season. But uh, that being said, I, I really think, from like you said, from everything I've heard, he's probably going to be coming back. But once again, if he's a top 10 draft choice, you don't come back. You don't risk that. A little bit about what we saw in practice. Uh, we only able to see five. You know, we saw a scrimmage, you know, uh, or if you want to call it that as well. The on uh, but, picture day. But let's, yeah. let's talk about why Jacob Eason won the starting job. And in my opinion, um, he won it because he can do more things. I think that, and I've said this before, I think they can win with Jake Kaner. I think they can win big with Jacob Eason. Uh, I saw quite a few times where uh, Hainer had difficulty throwing passes over the middle, and it's obviously going to be said because he can't see things, but I thought he did a really nice job of throwing outs into the sides, but when it came to stuff between the hashes, I thought he struggled. Uh, yeah, that's probably a good good assessment of, of what he did. Um, Jacob Eason, I just think... Your ceiling is higher, and and if if you think that a guy is going to be able to take you further, and may, so maybe things are all things being equal, you go with the guy with the higher upside. I don't know if they were quite equal. I think Jacob Eason had kind of separated himself, but even if they were equal, knowing that Jacob Eason can take you further, that's why you do it. He's got a bigger arm. He's got very nice touch for a guy with big arm, with a big arm. He gets the ball out very quickly. His release is great. Um, I I just think. All of his intangibles, the things that you can't really, and maybe you can tweak and teach a little bit, but the things that he's really good at, which are getting the ball out quick, big arm, all that stuff is not necessarily something you can coach. I think what's interesting too, Scott, is personality-wise, they're different. They are. They are different. Um, Jake Hayner's kind of that just steady hand uh calm guy doesn't get flustered or anything like that i think that. he's got some cockiness yeah too. he does he has a little cockiness but not it isn't brash or anything no, no. like that um jacob eason is that guy he's got that more of a well okay jake hayner did kind of do some gunslinging but we had kind of said that we thought one of the reasons why he did that was because he felt like he had to make some plays in order to show that he, the upside wasn't as as the disparity wasn't as big between the two of them. But I think Jacob Eason, now that he's got his confidence and everything like that, is going to throw the ball down the field a little bit more. Um, maybe, I don't want to say force it into places, but maybe he's going to have a little more confidence to throw it into places. I think Jacob Eason definitely has that cocksure attitude, you know, where he, he just believes in what he can do and, and who he is and, and everything like that. He's always kind of had that going for him. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
I think it's going to be interesting to take a look at that first Eastern game because, you know, they've talked about fixing the offense and it will be interesting to see how different it looks. But if Washington is able to get out big and early, they're going to close the playbook down. Mm-hmm, probably. We'll, we'll see it against Cal. Well, well, it wouldn't surprise me. So if they got out big, which I don't think they're going to, I think they're, I think they'll end up winning by 20, 25 points, but maybe they pull away a little bit later in the game. Um, I if they got out by a big margin for whatever reason, I believe Jacob Eason would probably be done for the day, and you'd see Jacob Sermon come in maybe in the fourth quarter, get some action for him because he's going to need reps too. And he's looked good. He's had, he his, he's had his moments. He's had his moments. He's been up and down, but he's a redshirt freshman. Kind of expect that from a redshirt freshman. Yeah. No, I mean just – Well, and Peter – I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt, but Peterson went on to praise what how the quarterbacks handled it in the room. When they told him what was going on, and he said, and he said he felt like Dylan Morris did some really good things because they don't expect a lot from a true freshman coming in, especially when he should still be playing high school football, you know, because he came in during the spring, and uh, you know, he said he felt Dylan Morris did really well. There were some formations that they were shocked that he actually knew and understood. Uh, Jacob uh, Sermon has a big arm. He's 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 the closest thing to Jacob Eason on the roster, so um, he's got a lot of the same attributes that Jacob Eason has, and, and it'll be it'll be interesting to see how much he's able to push Jake Hayner for that backup spot. I think the interest in Washington football just increased a lot today. Yeah, yeah, I think nationally that's definitely going to be the case, but I don't think people nationally believed that Jacob Eason was struggling to, to secure the job, you know, so um, maybe are, it isn't. What our boards have been looked like if... I know. Well, that's, and that's what I said to you. I go, there was part of me, I'm not rooting for one person or the other, but there was part of me that wanted to see Jake Hayner do it just so we, our message boards would just go insane. You're just the fan of the train wreck. I am. I am. I'm not a fan of Tyrone Willingham, and that's a train wreck. So that's what I consider a true train wreck. All right. Anything else we need to touch bases on, Scott? At this point, no. Um, no surprise about who, who's going to be in now that they've got that down. Um, now the team just needs to rally around him and, and uh, go out and get ready to kick, kick uh, Eastern Washington's butt. All right. Um, just a quick announcement. Uh, we'll be back on Sports Radio 950 KJR starting Wednesday. We're gonna, probably going to start around 6.20, do some crosstalk with Softy, and uh, we'll be on until 8 o'clock every Wednesday night throughout the season. We'll the recruiting spotlight. Yeah, and then um, when we uh, – Saturdays for game day. just depends on starting time. So um, we'll be – we. But we will be leading into the honks. If we're doing a show on Saturday, we'll be on an hour before the honks. So. Minimum of an hour, sometimes yeah. two. Yeah, so um, just a reminder, if you're looking for those daily updates as well as breaking news alerts, you can always shoot us a note, huskystadium at gmail.com, subject line newsletter, and we will get you hooked up. And you know what I got left, Scott? What? I still got some betting slips. We need to get rid of them. I know. I got some of those. I, I They're $20 betting slips that I bought for Washington to win the national championship at 30 to 1. If they win the national championship with that betting slip, you'll win $600. And um, You know what we should do? What? We should uh, do who catches the first, who we think will catch the first pass. No, because then we have to, that takes no, two. Who we think. Yeah, who do you think is going to catch the first place? I believe it is going to be Hunter Bryant. And I think it's going to be Sean McGrew. Okay, so so let's say we the person who says the first, first person to catch a pass is Connor Bryant 
no, not Hunter Bryant. And you had Sean McGrew. We'll give out two. Okay. So the first one, so don't put both. Yeah, Just if you put, put both, we're going to disqualify you. Yeah, yeah, don't put both. One or the other. So Kim says Sean McGrew, Scott says Hunter Bryant. Right. Just do one of them. And the first two, the, that, the first one that says Sean McGrew, first one that says Hunter Bryant, we will give slips. We'll send you out the betting slips. It's got to be the first one, not the second one. Mm-hmm. Not the fir- I mean, I'm getting emails from guys a week later. I know. I love those. Why, why didn't I win? Yeah. So, anyways. <laughs> let's, let's call this good. All right. So, uh, from all of us at dogman.com, I'm Kim Grinnells along with Scott Eklund. Eight more days. Go, dogs. <laughs>